0: Hello and welcome to the Driving Mall Show here on New Zealand Sports Radio. It is Monday, the 20th of July, uh, and we have had all sorts of action over the weekend. Obviously, Super Rugby, um, round uh, Super Rugby Outera, round six um, took place, and Super Rugby AU, or Super Rugby Gold, as we like to call it here, on New Zealand Sports Radio, round three um, took place. But you know what? We discussed that for well over an hour last night. So if you want to catch up on the on the field action from Super Rugby, uh, then go and listen um, back to that recorded show. You can see that on Facebook, YouTube, um, Twitter, if you want to watch it. Or if you want to listen, you can listen to it on uh, our podcast, Just Search for New Zealand Sports Radio on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Acast. Because tonight, what we are going to be talking about is mainly stuff off the pitch. Um, So um, Super Rugby, where is it going? Because both New Zealand and Australia have um, put their oar in as to what they want to see the future of the competition looking like. We've also had the Farrah Palmer Cup um, draw announced as well. So there's that to discuss. Um, We will talk about some on-pitch action because we'll be talking about club rugby uh, here in New Zealand. Um the shoot shield did kick off last weekend, but I'm afraid folks look otherwise I'm not fully up, up to speed on that. However, Hugh will be giving us um his shoot shield uh predictions. So do check that out on drivingmall.com. Um good evening, Stephen Harris. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, good evening, Paul, and once again a privilege and a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you very much. So um look, I I Something I mentioned on the morning sports briefing a couple of uh, days ago, but um, we should say it here as well. Look, a big thank you um, to all of the Goodyear Auckland Club rugby sides who have welcomed Stephen and myself uh, uh, at uh, to, along to their games over the last, um, well, it's been five weeks now we've been going to them, Stephen, or you have. I've been, mm-hmm. I've, um, I've been going to a couple um, uh, and welcoming us along, giving us post-match interviews. Uh, and giving us access to the players and the coaches. Um, And just a few stats for you. So over the last five weeks, we have done, um, well, we've done 16 interviews, I think it is, uh, plus but 18 videos we include, the try you you got last weekend, and also the um, uh, the, the, the sort of the the, the player welcome um, that I did the weekend before. Over those 18 videos, we've had 166 hours of watch time, folks. Um, yes, uh, these little two-minute videos are being watched for about nine or 10 hours each, um, which is amazing. Uh, Seventeen Over 17,000 views um, on Facebook. So thank you very much, everyone who has viewed. Um, do like the pages. Do share those videos uh, and do share News in the Sports Radio. We are trying to get out to grassroots, um, not just to cover the big, rich people. Um, and uh, actually, an interesting question from Simon to um, kick us off. Um, who legally owns the name Super Rugby? You got uh, any idea on that one, Stephen? No
2: idea, but I suppose you'd have to ask somebody from uh, from Sen- Senza, But uh, I suppose it's uh, well, it's re- at least it's remained at Super Rugby, but in all sorts of forms, it goes back from Super Twelve almost through to Super Eighteen, uh, back to where it is at this uh, at this time. And uh, I've got to say, we are seeing some Super Rugby at the
0: minute. We are seeing some Super Rugby um simon i would guess that sansar owns the um uh the copyright uh on that term um and the competition but at the end of the day sansar is me it isn't really uh an end well, it's it it's, i guess technically it's an entity but in reality it's not an entity it's to, it's four companies it's four countries that have votes and say what happens it doesn't decide anything Everything's decided by New Zealand, Australia, South Africa and Argentina, with Argentina obviously having the smallest say. Uh, so it's those those big three, really. Um, so whilst it legally will be owned by SANZAR, um, those four countries can pretty much use it as they want to. Um, but it, yes, it, it will be SANZAR that would own uh, the actual rights. And let's kick off with that um, on, on the Super Rugby side of things. Um, So, Stephen, New Zealand Rugby came out with their um, – what's the word? I've gone gone blank now – with their view of how Super Rugby should be in the future, looking at a uh, time zone-specific tournament, saying that they should keep – that they want to keep all five teams. They would like to include a Pacific team – uh, and then have but uh, have a maximum of eight to ten teams. So basically, two to four teams from Australia. Uh, now that committee that was looking into it basically uh, involved had a representative from uh, the uh, from 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 Sky, I think it was uh, the five Super Rugby franchises, one from uh, the provinces, I think, uh, and obviously New Zealand Rugby had a say in that as well. Um, so uh, what do you think first off about the way that? Um, New Zealand rugby went about deciding or uh, looking at what the future tournament should be? I, I think, Paul, they're, they're just reacting to what's happening
2: at the minute in and around uh, uh, COVID. Obviously, the likes of South Africa, not a lot going down at the minute. And I, I think they've also looked at this this smaller tournament and, and thought to themselves, wow. This is this is really working with these with these five New Zealand teams, but obviously I don't really know if it's uh, sustainable. So what they're what they are looking for is some some partners who can actually add value to the competition, and hence I think they're just looking around at the place, looking around at some Pacific Island options, looking across at Australia. I think if they were to look at Australia, I think there won't be the same number of teams for Australia. I think they might only look at maybe three sides out of Australia, but I suppose the one little thing that you have, Australia has got is, is, is Twiggy Forest with uh, Western forces got a lot of money because that's going to be the key, key thing at the end of the day, Paul, to make it actually sustainable.
0: Yeah, it's Now, to my mind. Look, um, there was an element of, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, they started off the review um, this year and then obviously, and then uh, it's kind of expanded because of the whole COVID um, situation. Now, a couple of points here, folks. Um, new Zealand Rugby signed up a new deal for the next um, uh, however many years it is. Um, I don't think it was the full twelve years, but it was like it's it like a five-year deal uh, with Sky last year. One year um, into <laughs> where where we're, um, and that was supposed to kick off next year. The, you kind of just before you're about to start off your new deal that you've already signed, you then go and do a review. That to me seemed. Um, very strange to me. If you're going to do a review, do it before you sell the products, not afterwards. So, um, to me, uh, the the timing was very reactionary and wrong um, by New Zealand Rugby. Secondly, I think the way that they haven't included the people that they're inviting in the decision-making process <laughs> is also a bad way of doing it. Hey, you know what? We'd like a Pacific team. Uh, did you ask the Pacific if they'd like a team? Now, clearly, we know they do, or how they would like a team no you didn't you just decided hey we'll um we'll we, we think we want one and we'll go and search search out for one um did you talk to australia about the structure and how many teams they would like no you didn't you thought you'd go public and then talk to australia afterwards folks yeah not the best way to go about um it in my view um here to to, to be honest australia have come back and said hey look we want five teams um unsurprisingly uh is that a good idea? Uh, we'll get on to that um, in, in in a second. But clearly, yeah, they haven't involved the people, their partners, who they're involved, that they want to be so called partnering with, um, and that's not really a, a, a good way to start um, to, to, to to start and build up trust, as it seems. No, not at all. And uh, listen, you're you're not the
2: first Englishman that's had a crack at them as well, because uh, English writer Chris Foy from the Daily Mail has also had a crack as well, and he's perceived the New Zealand Rugby Union have got a superiority uh, complex towards the trans Tasman neighbours. Now, whatever we, however we view Australian rugby, we want Australian rugby to be strong. I mean, so they've got some great young players running around, and listen, I saw a bit of an improvement with their uh, with their two Super Rugby games over the over the weekend. And we have got to make them inclusive, and uh, and and by that, it will create a bit of interest ac- across the uh, the the Tasman as well. But yeah, transparency definitely. The, the big things, the big thing here that's uh, in play,
0: Um Sorry, what was that English thing you were talking about, Stephen? I um. was oh, just... <laughs> <laughs>
2: you yeah, good on you. Yeah,
0: it <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, just happened to be wearing my England jersey. Okay,
2: there's all the viewers. They've gone, they're going to watch uh, whatever's on television on a Monday night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So yes, now let's let's uh, take a look at the the, the Australian um, side of things. Um, the uh, Australia wanting five teams, um, I think to be honest with you, is too many uh, at the end of the day. Uh, but to suggest that they're going to get anything less than four really uh, does shows a total lack of understanding of the <laughs> of dearie me. I'm going to sorry, it's going to pull this comment up. Ashwin goes of course we have a superiority contact complex because we are better well okay yes um <laughs> oh boy <laughs> uh, oh, um, so uh, and, and in some ways it's hard to argue with the bin fire that um, australian uh, administration has been recently um and uh, yes so anyway but uh i think i think five teams is too many for the for the players they have but I think anyone who thinks they're going to go below four teams really doesn't understand the sporting landscape in Australia from a rugby union point of view. You've already mentioned Twiggy Forrester, um, who is basically, who is the main money in Australia. And you can tell that because if you look at the committee that's been put together to, put to, 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 um, for, uh, to look at an Australian Rugby World Cup, um, there are two people on there who basically aren't rugby people. One is from Twiggy Forrester's mining company. Um, and the other one is from Qantas um, because Qantas is the biggest sponsor. So the two the two people you have to keep happy from a financial point of view in Australia are Twiggy Forrester uh, and Qantas, uh, to a lesser degree Fox, um, who are the media rights um, owner. But those two you definitely have to. So if you're going to keep Twiggy happy, you're going to include Western Force. Um, if we look at the other teams, then you have to have a team in Sydney. I mean, it's where uh, that's the home of the rugby union in Australia. And you have to have the Queensland Reds because again, Brisbane is the second t- second base um, where, where the people are. And then the most successful super rugby franchise in Australia has been the Brumbies. Um, and therefore, uh, you've got to include the Brumbies as well. You can't cut any of those three. So look, Australia's got to have at least four um, on that. Um Anyway, so that's the, to to, to me, anyone who thinks that anything less than four uh, really doesn't understand um, things. Aaron, uh, does Qantas have any money? Uh, Good question. Maybe they don't, but uh, maybe maybe they're lacking a bit at the moment with obviously uh, the lack of flights um, going on around the world. But they have been the traditional backers or they have been the main sponsor of Australian rugby um, for many years now. Um and hence they have a big that's um, they, they 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 that's why they're included in the um uh, in that rugby world cup thing. So I think that's a lack of understanding. Now um super uh, obviously said obviously they want to have five teams. I think that that that, that will be mm. negotiable um and I think it should come down to four. And the Melbourne Rebels need to be cut, essentially. Sorry, everyone who is in who's in Melbourne yeah. there.
2: Yeah, Paul, Paul. I'll just further add to that. We know that the Melbourne Storm have um, been playing out of uh, out of that city for a very, very long time, and and a very successful side out there. But even as successful as the Melbourne Storm have been, they have actually struggled to get a foothold there. That is AFL territory, mm. no question. So if you've got visions of trying to develop the game in Melbourne, it just simply ain't going to happen. Where if you look across to Perth, you know. New Zealand and South African community over there, it was, you know, that's why they were so devastated over there. You were in a legitimate area where it it could take off, and more importantly, the transparency between Australia, and the Pacific, Australia, the Pacific Islands, is very, very important. You've got to make them feel inclusive, but more importantly, how you structure that particular competition. I'd love to see a lot of. Uh, a lot of movement around the franchises. How fantastic would it be if we had some New Zealand or Pacific Island players playing for the the Western Force? I know I'll be out to watch that game. Um, I I just think New Zealand rugby has to be a little bit more open-minded, and I'm frankly quite disappointed with the original comments that came from Steve Hansen a couple of weeks ago. And, of course, Gregor Paul, with his article, Rugby Australia has been branded unscathed Unsustainably diluted, you know. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. So, was he talking about
0: Australian rugby or, or New Zealand rugby? That no, he's, 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 talk, he's, talk, yeah.
2: he's talking, he's talking about Australian rugby, but it's just so disrespectful. You know, if you want a sustainable competition, you want everybody on board and you need everybody strong. I just I just don't get it. Yeah, we're having a whale of a time watching the Super Rugby Aotearoa and some absolutely fun, fantastic fantastic games, but it seems like a little bit of a pastime poking fun at how the Australian games are going. Up. You know, you, you want those games to be better, and on the weekend, they were better. They will get better in time, but I do believe... They need they need a bit of a league up. It's a little bit like the like Cup all over again, where you have three games where I believe it should be just played on one 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 game only per year.
0: So um, let's see which way round we we uh, let's I'm trying think which order to take things in. Um, let's talk about actually let's let's go on to that that point you make there about uh, how everyone is so happy about Super Rugby at the moment in New Zealand now. Um, some attendance figures for you. The Chiefs opening game against the Blues in wet conditions in round two, got 23,000 people. Um, against the Hurricanes in round four, that dropped down to 15,000 people. This last weekend against the Highlanders, that's now down to 10,000. Right. So we've already seen um, a drop of half of that. Now, I know Ashton thinks that the first, the 23,000 was because of the Blues. Um, maybe it was, but it's still... Fifteen thousand down to ten thousand in two weekends from the Hurricanes to the to the Highlanders. I'm trying to remember if that Blues that Chiefs Hurricanes game was was wet or not, but the Chiefs Highlanders one definitely wasn't. And they're both Sunday afternoon games. To see a drop of five thousand people off from that. Look, um, the initial crowds we got were there because, um, to a certain degree at least, because we'd basically been locked up. Um, and um that's, uh, and and we can see that because also the hurricanes versus crusaders that was 20,000 um in uh, in week 2 as well come to week 5 hurricanes versus highlanders it's down to 16,000 um now backups 20,000 against the blues um, but still uh, yeah, the the so some of the yeah some of the some of the crowds are dropping off the interest will drop off as well so it's not we need to wait till we get to the end of the competition, maybe in the beginning of next year, to understand what the real long-term um, level of interest is uh, if they don't change anything.
2: Yeah, in- well, okay. listen, Paul, Paul, I think the other thing we, we've got gotta to take into account, you did right. It was like an occasion in those first few rounds. Everybody wanted to be there. But to be fair, the rugby has been backed up, and I'd like to see the sky figures. I, I believe the sky figures have 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 been very solid, so that will give you a, a fair indication of of, of where they uh, where they sit at the moment. With regards to the Chiefs, I think it's just probably a case of, uh, of of the Chiefs just not performing, and 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 I sense a little bit of frustration. Although I do question. Why the Chiefs haven't taken a game either to Rotorua or to uh, or to Counties? It's a, it's a it's a very very short short window, and I think there was the opportunity to maybe uh, take the Chiefs over to the, those other venues.
0: Your uh, count in all seriousness, the Counties Stadium um, is yeah is 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 not up to standard anymore. It really needs a needs big refit. But anyway, that's that's a different um, that's that, that that's a different um, for daytime uh, for daytime. No, but- I think for daytime games, I think it,
2: it it would be okay. You'd you'd get a good, you'd get a good. That's a big rugby. That's a big rugby community and a small union down there. They'd turn up and you'd grab probably a few people from Auckland, not too too far to uh, to travel, if if you know what I mean. Um, but definitely for night games, it, it's a bit of a concern down there. The light, the lighting, probably not as uh, uh, good as it as it could be. So I'm just wondering why they're not thinking outside the square.
0: Yeah, R- R- Rotorua. Though I do agree, that, that, that's that, that's a bigger stadium. Um, look, we've had they host Maori All Blacks games there. We've had the Lions go there. That that stadium could uh, is 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 big enough. Even if it does, is uh, needs modernising as well. Um, uh, I mean, talking of the um, uh, of 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 Counties Manukau Stadium, I'm not sure if they've yet fixed the hole in the media. Um, rooms and roof from when the uh, sky the, the sky technician put his foot through the roof uh during a game when I was there last year at mice 10 cup so um yeah that's it, 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 yeah I, look seriously um it, it, it's not big enough anymore the the changing rooms and things aren't aren't really up to scratch to be honest um, but anyway so that's a separate a separate rabbit hole um, the, there's been a lot of talk out of Australia um and, and simon mentioned this point about them going alone. Um, and saying, actually, you know what, if Australia, if, if New Zealand won't give us what we want, um, Sodom, we'll just do our own thing over here in Australia, um, which is an interesting one. And they said they would like to have a Pacific team within their competition as well. So it's um, funny that and, all of a sudden, gone. Yeah, And Paul, that, and that could be an interesting
2: one because we, we know how the player movement works. Not everybody, we, we all know there's a, a really good talent pool in New Zealand and if you've got a professional competition just heading across the ditch how much is that that depth that's just under the super rugby players you know guys who are on wider contracts why wouldn't you just hop across the ditch and play for an Australian franchise
0: yeah um uh, the um yeah absolutely um there is definitely yeah, that's definitely an, an an option as well um very quickly uh Aaron says what about taronga look taronga is a is a totally makeshift stadium um, <laughs> that's not a proper stadium at all to know that that that's not up to super rugby standards uh, um, yeah. we're, ne- we're, we're never going to get invited to uh poka
2: uh taronga ever again <laughs> <laughs> or i look, might i might pull won't
0: be <laughs> i love taronga to go there brilliant um for for my MySM cup game right but it's got one permanent stand the rest of it's scaffolding there there the the corporate boxes are tents down one end of the pitch um there is no there's no Wi-fi there's no power for the for the media the media the media so-called box is a table st- uh, that's stuck over the chairs in front um it, no look it's not a it's not a it's not a, it doesn't have the facilities to do this um, to do this uh, 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 at all now middle-aged white um, opinionated, uh, administrators is where I'm going here with this one because New Zealand Ropey goes, Yes, we want a Pacific team, please. And you know what? We will deal with some people in Hawaii and we'll have the team in South Auckland. Okay. Australia go, No, no, no. That is not what you should do for a Pacific team. What you should do is have the Pacific team in Sydney. Now, is it me or is it a bunch of white colonial guys? Telling the islands again what they should have and what they need, rather than actually asking them. To me, look, this is the, the 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 amount of entitlement from both sides around what the Pacific Islands should do. To me, is is just nuts um on this one. Uh, if you're going to have a Pacific team, look, you've and they talk about commercial reality. At the moment, the Blues can't fill a stadium when they're the only Super Team trying to get a crowd in in Auckland. If you add competition to that, they're going to get even less people turning up. Mm-hmm. If you do the same thing in Sydney, the Waratahs again they can't fill a stadium. Um, So look, putting a putting a Pacific team in either Sydney or or Auckland to me is a it's totally a bad idea. Yeah,
2: Paul. I, I, the only thing that I can really think of they they the uh the these respective rugby unions, Australia, New Zealand, just don't trust the governance in the islands. We all we all know it's the governance in those those particular countries is is very dodgy. Whether that comes back to it, I I don't really know. But boy, you know, sometimes you've got to you know somebody
0: who is struggling, you've got to give them a little bit of a hand up. Sure. Now, look, I mean, Oscar makes the exact same point about the um, uh, about the administration over there. You can put various clauses and things in there saying hey look you need oversight from these sort of people to help you run it um, or your accounts must be managed by uh, by X um accountancy company to make sure you don't just siphon off all the money you can do that that's uh, and, and put put some structures in like that say look hey look some controls in but but saying before say, saying outright hey the team should be here i th- i think that's that that's wrong i, th- I think the team um, should be uh, uh, should, yeah, should be actually in the islands, um, and uh, to have, having it based in in in, or- in in either Auckland or Sydney. If you're going to base it in Australia, base it somewhere where there isn't a team already. And like uh, they talk about things like the Gold Coast or something like that. Um, in in Aust- in New Zealand, basically we've run out of places to put teams, to be honest. Um, so yeah, that's yeah, to me that's I I, I it it seems entirely wrong.
2: Is it is is it the old sort of uh, um, uh, Labour Party Avenue where they're basically just sort of throwing out ideas or throwing out the uh, throwing out the bait just to see what happens? And once 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 they uh, once they get all the basically the, the feedback where the people are annoyed about it or people like the ideas, then they bypass that and look somewhere else. Has it got that feel to it?
0: Well, it's got more the feel of a uh, of if, if we're getting into politics. Of, 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 a, of a national party, um, oh. all, white, all white front, um, all, all white front bench, telling the uh, t- 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 telling the Pacific people how they should behave and, um, and live. Um, but anyway, not, the, not enough, not, not, not enough reading in that white shirt you're wearing, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, it it it, 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 it's, it it smacks of people who think they know better than other people. Look, maybe they do. But if you're gonna be if you ever expect the islands to 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 to, to improve um, then look you, you you've got to work with them, and even if you do know better, you've got to make it think like make it make it look like it's their idea to to, to impose a, a professional team on them. I, I it's just the wrong way about going about it to me i, so. I
2: really I really do hope they find some sort of solution where all the parties uh, are on the same song sheet, because I, I think it would be incredibly sad if Australia oh, yeah, go
0: on. We don't mean political parties here.
2: We mean rugby We mean rugby parties. i would be incredibly sad if Australia do go on their own, because it means any idea of maybe having a, uh, a, a Pacific Island team probably goes out the window as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I, I, mean, I, uh, the, uh, uh, I mean, the I mean, the Hawaiian thing might be confusing some people. I get why they're dealing why they're looking at dealing with the the, the Hawaiian organisation because look, they appear to be a crowd that um, look to be uh, they've already gotten they haven't no, they're in the process of putting together a major league rugby side. Now that would be a separate side to the to the, to the Super Rugby, and it wouldn't be mixed over. Um, but um, look, you're looking at a group there. That's got the mana of people like Kano, etc., involved, but it's also got the business acumen of um, of some business people, uh, and is and looks to be moving in the um, the right way. It's, it, it, so, so I understand why they're dealing with what is a what looks like a a, a proper a, a kind of proper organisation in inverted commerce, um, rather than as we say some of the issues that we've had um, in, uh, in in the Pacific Islands. But we've spent some nearly half the show talking about that. Um, so <laughs> basically, Mr. Paul, not a not a not a bad thing. I I I, I, w- I would hope
2: that there is a little bit of diversity within the Rugby Football Union. Of course, uh, former All Black Ronnie Clark was uh, appointed to a NZRU uh, Pacifica role back in in April. I'm not given given some of the redundancies or cuts that they had within the Rugby Union. I'm not too sure if he's actually still in that role, but I'd I'd be sort sort of curious to to know if he's having you Know any sort of input or, or say de- depending on what his role is within that particular role with the New Zealand Rugby Football Union?
0: Um, oh, um, look, um, let, 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 let's be blunt here. Um, New Zealand Rugby is making advances in their diversity. Look, they've got more, they've got, um, they've got more females on the board than they ever had before, um, and they are increasing the, um, the, 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 the Pacifica, the Pacifica ratio as well, um. But uh, but there's yeah that's one. So there is still some way, uh, some way to go on that. Um, the uh, um, so yes the so just a couple of just to, just to clarify around the Hawaiian thing um, is that uh, they're going through the process of setting up a major league rugby team. Um, major league rugby have formally recognised them um, and said they've got a set. Pardon me. I think it was in ninety days uh, to. Uh, answer a bunch of questions um, to, uh, to to get the votes and to be allowed into to Major League Rugby. I mean, some of those uh, Hawaii currently has no professional sports teams in it at all, uh, and part of the issues there obviously are around travel um, and the cost of that. So, one of the things that um, that that, uh, that franchise is is covering off on is by partnering with uh, Hawaiian Airways, I think it is, and also a, a hotel group. To basically say, look, they will cover the costs of all teams, or all the other teams when they travel to Hawaii. Um So there are things like that going on at the moment that they're having to put uh, various. Uh, well, it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to show that you've actually got all the contracts, everything in place. And that's what they're doing currently is getting all of that in place so they can formally get signed off and accepted. Um, by majorly rugby, it's not a; it's definitely not a. Fade to complete. It may not happen. It's not. It's not definitely going to happen. Um, some interesting. Um, they've got uh, Mick the Kick. Um, is as their head coach. Uh, the ex All Blacks um, skills coach. So Mick, uh, I've gone. I want to say Mick O'Brien, but it's not, is it? It's Mick. Um, I've gone blank. Sorry, folks. Um, but yeah, uh, over the pun. Eddie on No, no, no. Um, the the ex uh, All Blacks um, skills coach was his, oh yes. His, McBurn, McBurn McBurn. thank you. Um yeah so he's gonna be the head coach of the um uh of the Hawaiian major league rugby team if they get accepted um so yeah so it's gonna be interesting to um to see that um the uh I guess I before we come on all of this um Simon Hughes goes yeah um I think we need to incorporate the top league yes I've seen some um talk out of japan through um from uh, rich freeman um that uh yes they're talking about a top league come super rugby um sort of crossover or or some sort of um tournament or involvement um so yes i think that would be i think that is i i do think australia new zealand the um pacific islands and also um japan should be getting themselves together around that potentially with in the future, looking at South Korea, Hong Kong, etc., um, as well, uh, and their involvement. The um, so yes, yeah, so that's um, so that's uh, that's. Uh, 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 I, I do think that 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 should be there. You are listening to New Zealand Sports Radio, folks. Don't forget, we come to you at uh, eight pm every Monday with the Driving Mall Show. Uh, you can also listen to us on the go. Um, so just check out the podcast, Driving Mall. Um, sorry, not driving more. <laughs> New Zealand sports radio on mm-hmm. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Acast, all of those wonderful places. Really would appreciate uh, you um, subscribing to the podcast and also sharing this with your friends and telling your friends um, about our about, about the channel and the shows. Um, so, other topics. Um, let's uh, kick off on some um, club rugby. Um, Stephen, where do you want yes, to um, start with that?
2: Yes, yeah, let's do that. Of course, we won't be starting with uh, with Northern this week because uh, of the inclement weather that they received in the in the far north. And listen, all our thoughts uh, go out to everybody in the um, in the wider community of of Northern. They have hit very hard by a substantial um, amount of rain and. Uh, Probably some of the biggest uh, floods around. I mean, as I heard somebody quote today, that it was a, a, a and every five hundred year event. I'm I'm surprised they were actually taking that sort of data five hundred years ago, Paul. So you may, you wonder where they get that sort of data. But um, yeah, it really feel for everybody in the northern community. And I know there were a couple of clubs that are pretty much under underwater. Uh, the uh, Ngati Ti Heni United Color Club practically underwater. Some of the images that I saw there, so not just a bit of work for that club on the field, but also uh, off the field. So all Spark Northland Club Rugby uh, cancelled. So, but they'll hopefully they'll they'll crack back in very quickly. And Paul, that's why I'm going to start with North Harbour Club Rugby this weekend. Around five of North Harbour Club Rugby saw Takapuna fifty nine, North Harbour Maris ten. Silverdale, 31, Massey, 22. North Shore, far too good there for Mahurangi 49 points to six. And probably the upset of the round, Kumu, 19, beating the current Premiers. East Coast Bays, 13, 19, 13 there. And that was at, it looks like it was at East Coast Bays' uh, home ground. So uh, what a result for the uh, for the Westies. Uh, Kumu and you know, not often you can look at a uh, at a at a table and see Kumu sitting in sixth placing, uh, ahead of their big brothers, uh, uh, Messi, who are on 10th uh, place. I'll go through that full table. Uh, Takapuna looking very very good, and um, they're the only unbeaten team in North Harbour Club Rugby, sitting on 23 points. Northcote on uh, 21, North Shore on uh, 16, equal with East Coast Bays and of course Silverdale and Kumu. Make up the uh, uh, top six. Messi still on ten, and probably out of the running for the twenty twenty season. Is uh, North Harbour Marist and Maruani?
0: Yeah, both those sides are not going not going to win yet. So look, um, massive ups to them and their coaches for keeping the the spirit and still turning up and making games. Because yeah, it's it's tough when you're not winning uh, to keep going. So uh, yeah, some some they've been on the back they've been on the back of some uh, pretty uh, hefty um, results. So. So well done for for, for keeping going there in those those two teams. Paul, just moving right along, um, I'm actually going to focus
2: on, I had a fella approach me saying, oh, you don't do any Counties Monaco rugby, but they're sort of uh, in the Auckland region. So I thought I'll have a quick look at uh, the uh, Counties Monaco uh, scores for the weekend, which I've pasted up on the uh, New Zealand Sports uh, Radio uh, website just going through that results. Now, down there, they play for the McNamara Cup, and uh, the weekend gone just saw round six. Saw some really tight games with uh, Wayuku getting the better over the Indian neighbours, Federal 29-28. We saw <clears throat> Ardmore Marist far too strong for Bombay, uh, 44-21 to the good. And then we saw a very, very uh, a tight Game between a couple of uh, rural teams although people will say no karaka is this close to uh, to uh, papakura so they're not necessarily rural so that was a 28 25 to karaka over patamahoe and uh i had a man who was there Robo. want to thank you robo for turning up t- to the uh, manurewa uh, pukakoi game and the unbeaten team uh, manurewa far too strong for pukakoi uh, 41 points uh, to 19 to the good and that was after leading by 27 points to 7 at half time and it was really a case of pukakoi kept making mistakes and Manudewa kept punishing them as we uh, look at the uh, uh, county's Manukau table of course uh, Papakura the ninth team with the draw in the weekend probably not a bad thing for them because they're 5-0 the right in this yeah oh they had mm-hmm. they, they, they did they did have a bye, but uh, unfortunately, they've also played five, lost five. So sitting right down the uh, the foot of the table. So that's the uh, uh, club right in the, right the centre there of uh, Papakura as we look at the table. Manurua unbeaten this season, sitting on uh, 22 points, looking good. Ardmore Maris dropped behind them on 20 points. Karaka on 19, Waiuku on 19 make up the top four in the McNamara uh, Cup as I uh, head to the uh, Auckland Results the weekend and of course Paul Paul and I got out over the weekend thoroughly enjoyed ourselves but we'll quickly focus on the games that we weren't at a great battle between uh, Waitemata and uh, Pakuranga United, uh, very much a, a seesaw game and uh, uh, Dwayne uh, Politeia will be very, very happy with that result. Pakuranga come away, coming away with the win, 38-34. College Rifles, too good for a very plucky Te Papapa side who couldn't field the side the week before, 66 uh, points to uh, 7. Uh, University probably just keeping Papa Toy, Toy at arm's length 42-25 uh, and uh, Marist having to work hard to beat the uh, Monaco Rovers 23 points to 8 and unfortunately the game that we probably should have had somebody there, the unbeaten Ponsonby uh, came a cropper there. At, uh at grammar Gramma Tech out at odd arcade uh by 47 points to 24 now that really really was a a, a turn up the uh current reigning Premiers getting knocked over at, you know after looking absolutely unbeatable uh after uh, after the first uh, four rounds but uh before i get on to my game eden uh, against uh suburbs pool you were there and it was the home side too good for suburbs. A result that surprised us. Well, not so much the result, but just the magnitude of the result. Forty points to nil.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. And uh, one of the things I think actually was that I was very pleasantly surprised. Look, I was at Manukau um, the previous weekend, and their pitch was uh, muddy to say the very least. So I was ex- I was turning up to this weekend thinking, oh boy, we've has had record ra- record uh, rainfall. Um, for the last couple of days. Well, this is going to be an absolute mud bath. But actually, the pitch was really quite good um, and uh, was uh, was really impressed um, by that one, by well, the fact that, the, yeah, the pitch, the pitch was a decent pitch. We got a decent game. Um, essentially, look, some of us played some real nice rugby and played some actually good rugby, but their line out totally let them down. Um, and that meant that they uh, just got no platform at all um, in this one. Um, Give the, uh, the 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 tries. Um, I'm just reaching for my uh, for my scribbled notes to remind myself um, ex- ex- exactly how the the, the 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 tries came about. But yeah, we had um, kick throughs um, and uh, tapping goes in the corner uh, and uh, and and that kind of thing. Um, and suburbs were chasing the game quite early on, so they were not. They didn't have anyone at the back to cover for those sort of things, and hence that's why it kind of blew out. Um, really uh towards uh, and uh and, and hence the uh, the score was perhaps bigger than the play really um warranted but so yeah very good win there by eden um last weekend
2: no, it's uh, no a result that sort of uh, surprised many of us, and of course, a result that surprised a lot of us was the uh, the uh, Grammar Tech Ponsonby game. But I just sort of thought I'd have a quick look at the the, the team sheets. So I, I see um, Ponsonby looked like they might have been a, a down a, a man or two, but in the in the main, still put a, a pretty useful side on the paddock in the front row. Uh, Marco. Uh, Fipuliai, who's played for Auckland, Joseph Royal, who's played provincial rugby, Waimana Graham, uh, Reedling, uh, Waimana Reedling, a cup of beg your pardon in there, Alex Dybex, uh, they've all played for Auckland, uh, Danny Tussitala at, at halfback, and uh, also out there, Jordan Trainer. But I, I look at the uh, the uh, Grammar Tech team, and we had Andrew, Andrew uh, uh, Makilio, the um, Crusaders hooker. Who was running around for for Grammar Tech uh, on the on the weekend? That's his club. We also had Issi Tuanga So we had two Crusaders uh, running around for Grammar Tech on the weekend. John O'Hickey at uh, First Five, uh, bro- brother of Simon Hickey at at First Five. So uh, some pretty useful players there. And if I look at as I look at the uh, the coaching staff, uh, Bruce uh, Bert Whistle and and Strawn. So that's a pretty handy uh, coaching uh, combination. So maybe we uh, we shouldn't be uh, su- surprised. Next time I'll definitely be checking uh, uh, some of the team sheets, Paul. But uh, the game that I was at the uh, weekend was uh, the Otakuo. East Tamaki game with Otahu, the uh, home side, and it was uh, Otahu who, who took out the victory by 15 points to... Uh, oh, sorry, it was East Tamaki who took out the victory by 15 points to seven over Otahu after it was 7-5 uh, uh, to the home side at halftime. The, the first half, we uh, just saw the, uh, the, the the two tries. It looked like it was going to be a, a tough afternoon for uh, for East, East Tamaki as... Uh, tua the uh, lucid prop for uh, Otahu, picked off an intercept and showed a real clean pair of heels from about... Uh, a 30, 30 out, I actually thought he was a uh, back, he was running uh, that fast but slowly East Tamaki uh, worked their way uh, back into the game and it was their winger um, Suliasi Mafilio who uh, finished off a very very good movement and I think East Tamaki knew they were back back in the game and in the, in the second half it was uh, a couple of uh, brilliant tries, one that I've posted on the uh, New Zealand uh, uh, sports radio where the uh, the uh, winger for uh, for um, for East Tamaki, finished off a very good try, and that was uh, the uh, other winger Sikor Pimata, who uh, finished off a very good try. But in between, then there was also another good try uh, scored by Silu uh, Valiva, the uh, hardworking uh, number seven. But uh, my uh, close to my player of the match, the uh, East Tamaki pack, I've got to give them the big ups. They worked extremely. Sh- Extremely hard, and uh, it was that uh, midfield pairing of uh, uh, Magilly and uh, Samuele Sicil Samuele, especially a Samoan's uh, sevens player, who uh, was just absolutely superb. This is guy, this is a guy who's um, a very very solid, solid uh, centre built like the proverbial um, proverbial tank pool, and uh, he just proved an absolute handful. And uh, gee, I just love the passion. The, the way that these guys actually uh, 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 played the game. And, um, you know, while, whilst both of these clubs going through a, a little bit of a hard time at, at this point, you know, both both the coaches were, fan, were absolutely uh, uh, f- fantastic. Willie Bates, who was uh, standing in as the interim coach uh, with the uh, head coach Tamati Hawea uh, away, Willie was fantastic. In fact, the former Otahahu player himself um Really, really spoke well. So once again, check on those interviews as well. And also good to catch up with Soatama uh, Tavita, the uh, uh, coach, the well-travelled coach of uh, Otahu, who's uh, actually coached Sri Lanka for two years, so might in, might be an interesting man who would have a story or two for us, Paul. And, uh, of course, what made my day for me, uh, I ran into Amosi Koloto, the uh, former uh, Tongan uh, number 8 who played for um, both Manoa Two. And Wellington, an outstanding player who ended up uh, uh, playing uh, rugby league for uh, for Witness, and uh, gee, what a decent bloke he is! And he's currently the uh, club delegate for East Tamaki. So, listen, if you're out there, you're from those from these two clubs, get it, get out and support them. They play a great brand of code, and uh, right here at New Zealand Sports Radio, we don't just support the top teams; we get out and
0: try and cover all the rugby. Um. Absolutely, and we do. And uh talking of that, uh actually we sh- we haven't um have we touched on the uh uh the, the 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 table yet in um for Auckland?
2: No, we didn't, but we can double back then that's because we were only we were we were basically uh, uh well, again, so we, should get, we should just touch yeah.
0: on the table there. Um yeah, so so Maris now topped the table with um since uh Ponsonby um lost yep. that game. Um and Ponsonby actually have slipped down to fourth, uh, which is uh Yes, a big surprise there. Um, the top, the um, the top four teams um, have well, the top team Marist have won all five of their games um, so far, um, and then Eden and College Rifles and Ponsonby have all just um, lost one games. Um, Grammar Tech keeping themselves in contention um, as uh, and, uh, but, and and then you're kind of getting down to where University, uh, Pakuranga. White matter, you think all those sides are going to probably find it uh, uh tough to climb into that top four? I would think. Mm, i have to,
2: I, I, I would have to agree with you. I certainly wouldn't uh discount uh uh Ponsonby, just 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 remembering they have played they've also played college rifles, grammar tech, they've played university, so they've played a few of these teams around them, and I think they've actually played Pakuranga as, as well, so they have played a lot of the top. Top sides at this uh, point in time, Paul. I'm not a hundred percent sure about Marist. I think Marist have probably played a lot of the weaker sides, and that's with the with the greatest of respect. So it'll be uh, it'll 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 be interesting to see how things uh, play out. I know Eden are playing Watamata this uh, this weekend. I might I might just head along to the uh, the park and uh, pack my nose in and, and have a look there, Paul.
0: Yep, and I think that um, from memory, uh, Marist are playing. Um, uh, so I can just, so I can just go back to the, just bring up the draw, can't I? Um, the uh, yeah, Marist are away to East Tamaki. That that should be a, 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 a probably a comfortable win um, for them. Uh, oh, Paul, there. you can't
2: see, you can't say that, Paul. No,
0: E.T. He, are on a roll, mate. <laughs> <laughs> After one win,
2: uh, yeah, that's a roll. <laughs>
0: that's on a roll. Um, the uh, University against Manukau. That's uh, um, mid table, but you'd think the University are up there. Uh Ponsby, yeah, against Otahu. Um are gonna have a, 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 a that 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 should be a um Ponsby should be looking at uh, them to do well there. Uh, college Rifles against Papitoto, Um again uh, college rifles are gonna, are gonna have to be favourites in that one. Suburbs um against Grammar, that'll be a decent game. But Grammar Tech, you'd think would have the uh upper hand, especially after what they've just done to uh to to, to Ponsonby. Uh, Pakaranga against Topapa. Um I'm not sure how that one was gonna pan out, but probably Pakaranga favourites there. Um, yeah, yeah, you'd have to say. And as you say, yeah, Boitamat against Eden, probably the uh one one of the games of the round um down the uh, down down the bottom there. Um the um uh our, our, our friend's getting his dad jokes in, ET phone home um for um <laughs> for East Tamaki. Uh yes, well maybe, maybe, maybe not um the uh, you get used to those kind of jokes if you follow Ashwin on um, on Facebook i can tell you um the so yes yeah, so those I I've, I've not yet decided which game i will be getting to um this weekend so um if one of the clubs is there and is hosting would, would would like to host me um get in touch um or if there's a game that you think i should get along to let me know um and uh, uh and and i'll see what some um, what i can do moving on then to the uh, Farah Palmer Cup, um, which has um, uh, which last week they announced. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, we, we were hoping to have a report from the Waikato um, Premiership um, this week, uh, but some, some technical difficulties mean the videos not. I've not been able to get hold of the video. Uh, but hopefully, from next week onwards, we'll also be having reports from the uh, Waikato um, Premiership um, as well. Um, well,
2: just before just before we pop on, just a couple of um, couple of things that have I've just picked up on the uh, on the live uh, comments. Um, uh, There's just a mention here of maybe South Africa making some sort of announcement with regards to uh, to Super Rugby. Um, just trying to find the actual uh, find the yeah, actual so, pace. Yeah, Simon
0: says Yeah, that, that, um, South Africa will be making an announcement towards the end of this week about the structure of their games. So it'll be interesting to see what um, what comes out of that one. Um, uh, at the moment, I'm looking at so I've well. I've put a, a, uh, an offer in for a house in uh Rotorua. So if I do get that, I'm going to have to learn how to say this club's name that's uh part of the Bay of Plenty one. Um, which um, uh, here we go. Um,
2: <laughs> that's not for anybody, I'll interpret that. That's <laughs> but
0: anyway, that's what I said. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Fakura. Um, uh, so yes, apparently they're one of the strongest clubs uh, in Bay of Plenty. So yes, clearly a name or a, lo- a location I'm gonna have to learn how to say properly um, if I do uh, if I do get that house in uh, in Rotorua. Um Farah Palmer Cup. Ready? Yep, yep. So let's go. So on the, on the Farah Palmer Cup, so they they kick off on the um uh on the 22nd of August. Um, which is a good th- which is three weeks before um the uh, as aaron said yeah I thought that's what Paul said yeah see aaron yeah, i'm yeah with you there mate um uh, three weeks before the uh, minor 10 cup does kick off so hopefully uh, um so we might get along to um a, uh, a couple of those games um the i'm not sure how the auckland waikato game in the on the 29th of august is a double header um I'm not sure uh, because the uh, minor 10 cup won't have them kicked off at that stage. So, um, so I'm not sure how that one works out, Uh, but so yeah, so hopefully we'll get, um, we'll get to a couple of those games in the uh, opening three, in the opening three weekends. Um, Then we uh, uh, have um, from, uh, from week four onwards, uh, then the the the, the minor ten cup and the Farah Cup will be taking place, and some of those games will be double double headers. So, for example, on the opening weekend of um, of the minor ten cup, uh, North Harbour um, will be hosting a Farah Cup and minor ten cup um, double header, as will Waikato um, on so that's on the Friday, Waikato on the Saturday, and then Northland on the Sunday. So, I think Stephen, there's a good chance that actually between the two of us, we'll get or between you, me, you, and Ashin. We might get to all those doubleheaders um in the opening weekend so folks looking forward to covering the Farrah Palmer cup um as well as the, the, the minor 10 cup um coming up and there looks like there are a host of those um doubleheaders uh, and we'll be looking at um i say providing coverage from those um as well as the minor 10 cup so do folks like um, the facebook page new zealand sports radio um don't forget you can also listen to us on the go so download the podcast new zealand sports radio on um uh, itunes spotify iheart radio or acast but Stephen, a really interesting new structure to the farah palmer cup with a north division and a south division um how do you see that playing out yeah a little bit a little bit of cost cutting involved me thinks. yeah um
2: that's 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 definitely the uh, the, uh, the the first point. Uh, the second point is you well you're going to get dollar for value at your games by getting uh, by get by getting two ha- two games and you get to see all all four teams running around live, which is which is fantastic. I would imagine it's probably be televised via Sky as as well. So um, yeah, I mean it's like I think we've said it how many times? How many times would you like a dollar for this word? It's unprecedented times <laughs> this year, and uh, yeah. No question, it's 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 got a got a bit to do with it. And I and I think it's really important that the rugby union support this uh
0: this this Palmer Cup, given what's coming up next year, hopefully, fingers crossed. So yeah, so next year, folks, if, uh, what um, Stephen's referring to there is the Women's Rugby World Cup, um, or what is being called Rugby World Cup twenty 2020, twenty um twenty twenty-one. But to be honest, with you, um yeah, I used to be called the Women's Rugby World Cup so we so, so we don't confuse people. But so the Women's Rugby World Cup kicks off next year here in new zealand being hosted in auckland and northland um so uh um, and there's also talk or there was talk of a new professional women's competition potentially um ahead of that because that's going to be not until sort of july august time next year um, for that competition so there's a big gap between the end of this which finishes in uh what september october um and um that's why i should get to the actual dates yeah october the 18th so there's a big gap between October the 18th here, all the way through the World Cup, which will be happening, I say, in what was it? Sort of July time next year, I think it is. Um, so like a, at least a six to seven months between them, or maybe even more. Um, so there needs to be some high performance or high level rugby for the Black Ferns and the wider squad to be playing in. Um, so hopefully we'll have something announced for the first half of next year. I know that there was something on the um, cards to be announced. Um, but obviously, COVID, but I'm assuming COVID has got in the way of that. Um, yeah. Good point by Oswin there that not only we're going to see the Black Ferns playing, but we're also going to see the Black Ferns Sevens play. Um, a couple of uh, really interesting, and exciting ones. So Portia um, Woodman, for example, has signed for Northland um, and will be playing up there. Now, the one, so to just to 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 run you through this: Northland, North Harbour, Auckland, Counties Manukau waikato bay of plenty and taranaki will be in the north division now taranaki are only have only been around for two years this will be the third season that taranaki has had a side This is only the second season that um northland will have had a side um and they're going to be going up against traditional powerhouses like auckland um and waikato uh so a real big test for them there probably will be a couple of blowouts in that um i think uh, particularly Taranaki, I think, are going to struggle um uh um to to um uh, to compete against the Waikatos um, and the Aucklands and the counties. Um, I think they'll they'll do it they'll provide a much better um uh against the Bay of Plenty's and stuff. Um but yes really is going to be uh, challenging them. Um ask for an also mentions that Tyler Nathan Wong will also be playing for Northland. Also I had an interview with the Northland head coach um so, if you want to have um, check that out, um, check that out the 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 the, uh, the long talk interviews on New Zealand Sports Radio, or you can download it as a podcast. Obviously, um, she was the only female head coach um, until this week. Uh, uh, Canterbury announced they have a female head coach. Oh, sorry, Tasman. Tasman have announced they have got a new head coach who is a female as well. So it's good to see the female uh, coaches getting a chance as well.
2: I'll have to have a word with Campbell and find out um, how's he managing to attract all these uh, top players up to North. And is, is there a bit of uh, is there a seaside batch being offered up uh, uh, somewhere in the uh, in, in the package for our for our ladies? Uh, it's, it's listen. It's it's great to see Paul. Something I've just uh, uh, caught the eye on uh, live comments. It's Brendan Smith, uh, uh, rugby. The skill level has always been there for the Pacific Nations. As a Welsh fan. I know that too well, Rugby World Cup 2007, but they just need some guidance to help them. Like, listen, that's, that is that uh, is uh, well said, Brendan. I'll probably go one step further. They need some really good administration as well.
0: They should do. And uh, Okay, now look, what, what, one of the things, if you listen to some of the, um, actually, we'll, we'll come back to this one. Uh, we're going to come back to the to Pacific Islands um, and coaching and, and playing style in a second. I just want to finish off on the Southern um, Division. So the, so the Southern Conference will be Two. Hawkes Bay, Wellington, Tasman, Canterbury and Otago, Southland do not have a side in the Farrah Palmer Cup. So six teams in the south southern division, nine, uh, seven teams in the top division. Again, um your sides like uh Hawkes Bay um probably going to uh, have a tough time of it um against your Canterbury's uh and your Wellington's uh, but um look, uh yeah it'll be a good challenge for them and good for their growth. Um so that wraps up the Farah Palmer Cup. OK, so yes, if you listen to some of our some, some of the interviews we had over um, the weekend um, uh, and some from the club competitions, um, Stephen got it particularly, uh, comments that came out of the um, Otahu, uh, the East Tamaki ones. Um, also, if you wind back to last weekend when I was talking with Manukau um, as well, one of the things the coaches mentioned there is the... Um, a, a what sort is what what one of it is it's about retention of players um is 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 a difficult one um which um i think the the pacific islands also have a problem uh um, well not problem, struggle with um but uh you might also hear that um uh, and it also came through on my eden um interview where he was saying look i've got a lot of sevens players who like playing unstructured rugby um and i think we'll if you you listen to some of the Talk from um, them; they'll talk about the fact that look, they've got a lot of players who like running uh, uh and trying to get the structure amongst those players uh can be. They've got all the natural skills. It's about when you try to apply them and try to have a structure that so they can actually maximise those abilities, isn't it, Stephen? Oh. Um, I think we heard that from a lot of the coaches I, I, uh, at club level.
2: I I agree, and listen, I. You know, my plea is is to some of the stronger clubs in in Auckland. Listen, you guys have got great systems. You know who you are. Stick to those. <laughs> you've, got, you've got strong under twenty one sides come coming through. You got the you got you got the pick of the the crop from some of the really good secondary school sides. Uh, I know it's a, it's a common theme with a lot of the with a lot of the the, the smaller clubs in in Auckland. They do produce some really really good footballers. But those footballers get cherry-picked by the bigger clubs, and it's it's really disappointing, and I think it's something that the Auckland Rugby Union really need to address. Uh, you know, the, the sad thing for me, being at the uh, the Otahu Rugby Club on the weekend, now that was a club that I, I supported when I first uh, moved uh, moved to Auckland, they were, they were just just around the corner from me, and... Um, they used to get really, really good crowd, crowds turning up there. You know, Sturgis Park is a is a natural amphitheater. Is that what you call it? Um, yep. You know, it, it, it's fantastic. And the ground was in good nick on the weekend. The problem, the problem was, you know, counting all the uh, reserves and 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 basically people who were there. You, there probably wouldn't have been more than a hundred hundred people. It. They
0: deserve better.
2: They really deserve better. And you know. But it, to, my challenge to Auckland rugby is lift your game.
0: Yeah, look, it's supposed to be community rugby. It's supposed to be about playing with your mates, with your with your club. Um and as long as uh Irimiya and the other um Auckland rep um coaches get around all the clubs, then which club you're playing for shouldn't influence you getting uh, promoted. And so hence you should stay you should be able to just play your entire career with your with the club that you with your mates, with your club. Um but the other point about this is when you're talking about o to o to who um team for example a lot of those players uh have um are of Samoan descent um and again they need that that structure that guidance because again they they got the skills but they like playing unstructured rugby <laughs> um and we've seen and I guess that was what I was trying to compare with the uh with, with the Pacific sides we're seeing that with with a lot of these the, the, especially the, the um uh the, the the more island uh um uh with, with what was it, a, a larger island island culture within their clubs um which i think yeah is 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 clubs like otahu uh east tamaki as well
2: and, and there are some good young players running around and, and it correlates with a good comment that uh batman has just said about the all blacks under 20 squad being a little bit of a, a joke in the in the last few seasons well Part of my issue with the way that's selected, once again, it, it's some of the kids that come out of secondary schools are almost preordained to make that side. But there are some really good kids running around and, and some sizable kids at that running around in club club rugby. I know both the sides I watched on the weekend, two very, very young uh, young sides. I think, Paul, we might wrap it up or the show will go yep. just as long as the uh, the Aotearoa Super Rugby Show did last night
0: so um thank you everybody i just wanted to yes, touch on that one about the uh, about the sort of the guidance and structure that the that the pacific island teams quite often do quite quite often do need and um, so we see that in club rugby um as well thank you everyone for joining us in the in the chat um it's just been two of us tonight it's been very difficult to manage the chat as well so sorry if we have missed your comments but we do love you joining us live um we've got this show um, obviously covering rug, getting a rugby fix on a Monday night, you can get your league fix on a Thursday night and your cricket fix on a, sorry, your league fix on a Wednesday night and your cricket fix on a Thursday night, um, both at 8pm as well. So do join in those live shows um, as well. Don't forget, as I said before, that you can listen to us on the go. So do download the podcast um, on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes or Acast. Um, just search for New Zealand Sports Radio. Uh And as I say, let your friends know about this, please. Word of mouth is what is going to really, really grow the channel um, and make us viable so that we can keep this going on. We are um, probably, we are, I, I would say we're probably the only podcast um, come show that is producing daily content for you folks. Um, you're getting at least two shows uh, or pretty well nearly two shows um, a day, uh, sometimes um, three. So please do spread the word, um, help us grow the audience because um Yeah, uh, it's uh, we uh, we are loving doing this, but um, uh, we do need your support to make it successful as well. Thank you very much, Stephen, for your time, and uh, good night, everybody.
1: Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans.